I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Everyone likes to be safe. Our comfort zones are, well, comfortable. And we like it that way. But I want to be somewhere more frightening. Before I explain that, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me on the top spot on the internet for beverages with the bishop. You know, my goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and also share this with a friend. Hey, if you join our email list, you'll get a free copy of my book, Count to One. You'll get Mornings with Bishop Robert sent directly to your inbox every day, and you'll have lots of other great benefits too. So click the link in the description. Not to equate our walk of faith with insanity, but sometimes God calls us to step out into places well beyond our capability. And as we do so, it's not uncommon to feel like the person in the image that accompanies today's devotional, alone in a barren place. Places that require us to rely upon God in ways we may never have imagined. Places that <laughs> will make us look like we're nuts. You know, you see it all throughout the Bible. We can read the stories and, and really overlook how the person must have felt before they saw how God was going to follow through. Significant steps of faith have every possibility of making us appear utterly foolish if God doesn't step in and follow through. Hey, how about Jesus inviting Peter to join him as he walked on the water? <laughs> hey, it's easy for us to look at how the wind and the waves caused Peter to doubt, but, but don't forget he was walking on the water too. Think about what that must have been going through his mind as, as he was deciding whether or not to step out of the boat. Or what about when Jesus gave a, a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish to the apostles and invited them to distribute it to a crowd of thousands? I mean, can you imagine holding half a pita in your hands? as you stride over to a family of five or six hungry people? Remember, they had never seen Jesus multiply food before. They were simply called to, to step into an impossible situation and obey. Can you imagine how the servants of Mary and Martha felt when they returned to Bethany with Jesus' promise for Lazarus that this will not end in death? And they found him dead and in the grave? Look, let's not over-spiritualize it. For all intents and purposes, it appeared to these messengers of hope that Jesus had lied to them, or at least was wrong. They were called to stand in an impossible situation and trust. How can you and I find the strength to do that? Well, the answer is in today's verse. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. 
You see, God challenges us to draw near to him as we face challenges that would tempt us to run away. He never forsakes us, never abandons us. He promises that as we determine to draw near to him, we'll not be the only ones making that effort. I've mentioned before that any step of faith can be considered a foolish risk at some point. Whether walking in places that appear impossible or holding on to promises that look as though they've already failed, God calls us to draw near to him and trust. He wants us to draw near to him and deliberately lay our fears aside and choose to trust him. That is real courage. Courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the judgment that something greater than fear is more significant and worthy of the potential sacrifice. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Even the act of drawing near to God requires faith and courage. I'm reminded of a scene in the C.S. Lewis classic book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, when Peter and Susan are told that Aslan is on the move, and they have no idea who Aslan is. Now, in this mythical story, Aslan is its an image of Jesus Christ. God the Father is known as the great emperor beyond the sea. <laughs> well, let's listen in for a moment as Peter and Susan have a chat with the two beavers that are helping them. Who is Aslan? asked Susan. Aslan, said Mr. Beaver. Why don't you know? He's the king. It is, it is he, not you, that will save Mr. Tumnus. Is, is he a man? asked Lucy. Aslan a man? said Mr. Beaver sternly. Certainly not. I tell you, he's the king of the wood and the son of the great emperor beyond the sea. Don't you know who is the king of beasts? Aslan is a lion. The lion. The great lion. Oh, said Susan. I, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Oh, that you will, dearie. Make no mistake, said Mrs. Beaver. If there's anyone who can appear before Aslan without their knees knocking, they're either braver than most or else just silly. Then he isn't safe, said Lucy. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Don't you hear what Mrs. Beaver tells you? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Well, I'm longing to see him, said Peter, even if I do feel frightened when it comes to the point. I just love the question. Who said anything about safe? <laughs> I don't want a safe faith, but rather one that requires me to draw near to a, a fearsome and powerful God who loves me and empowers me to serve him in ways beyond my capacity and capability. Not safe, but good. And one who has my good at heart. One who will draw me closer to him so he can use me in greater and greater ways. Ways that appear impossible to me, 
but ways that are easy to him. I want to deliberately draw near to God and watch him fulfill his promises. And if it appears as though I'm alone in a desert to others, I know better. He's everywhere. He's with me when he sends me. He's with me along the way. He's already there where he sent me, and he's waiting for me to arrive. He's not only everywhere, he's every when. There's no time and no place where I can go that he's not there already. Like Peter speaking to Mr. Beaver, I'm longing to see him, even if I do feel frightened when it comes to the point. And as I draw near, he does the same. And he's already where he's drawing me to. He said he would draw near. He said he would never leave me or forsake me. He said he was faithful and true. He said he was the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Who said anything about safe? Well, we've come to the end of our time. But I do want to ask you, would you help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Please like this video to help more people see it and click follow or subscribe so you and I can get together every day. If you click the link in the description, you'll get the free copy of my book, Count to One. And one more thing, share it with a friend, would you? Because as you do, you're part of the team touching hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.